Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Mama Pachamama podcast. I need to come up with a little jingle, don't I? Um, hi, I'm Vivian McKinnon. And, you know, I started recording something and I was like, eh, I don't know about this. And looked at my phone and remembered that I wrote down a topic that I'm so excited to talk about. So I'm going to do that instead. And I'm going to talk about building your dream business. Because I'll tell you what, I am living out my dream right now building my business, watching it grow. And, um, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's so amazing. I'm so proud and I'm so excited and I just feel like I'm really living life. Um, with all of my responsibilities that I've taken on, I love being a mother. I love being with my boys and having my children around and that's number one job always. Um, however, I definitely have just always had this very entrepreneurial, um, creative side to me that really wants to prove to myself, I suppose, but also just, I, I like challenge and I like, um, progress and I like, I like, I like, I like to do, do and see what I'm capable of. Like, I, I feel like I spent so much of my childhood kind of doubting myself and questioning, um, you know, and, and this is I largely because I didn't do well in the school institution. So it was really interesting because I always felt inside of me like, man, I'm like pretty freaking capable. I'm, I'm like a pretty rad human. However, these institutions are telling me that like something's wrong with me and that like I'm a loser. So... Uh, I'm, you know, adulthood for me has been this really beautiful, um, transformation of like coming into my, my stepping into my confidence really, and really doing the work, doing the studies, um, investing in myself to, uh, step into the life I want to live, which is, I love, uh, I love building a business. And so I want to share everything I know and, my mistakes and, you know, the most interesting part about building a business is what you think it's going to be like and what it actually is like. So um, let's get started by like the very, very beginning conception of Mama Pachamama, which was essentially, you know, I have been making homemade beauty products and cleaning products forever, um, for so long you know, when I learned God, well over, you know, closer to like 15 years ago, when I learned just like, you know, all the chemicals, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff, it became very important to me to try to do as much um, self-sufficient things as possible. So I was like all in making my own things. And I remember when Steve was like a baby, like right after Steve was born and I was making my own lip balm all the time. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to start just, you know, selling my own lip balm. And I felt so intimidated by like, okay, how do I freaking do that? And I remember people in my life kind of trying to help me and push me. But, you know, this is what's interesting. It's like, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work uh, and you have to be committed to doing it for you. 
And of course you can seek out, if you really want your, your brand or your business to reflect you, you have to do that work to realize, okay, what's, how does it, how am I going to create something that does reflect me? So I remember kind of wanting to outsource the very basics of building a business. Cause I was just so clueless and man, I like didn't get anywhere. You know, I, I just, I was, I didn't, I was so paralyzed. I had no idea where to start. So, um, I finally, what happened? Oh, okay. So I was studying herbalism all the time. I had so many books. I was like creating my own herbal remedies, herbal products all the time. And, uh, my dad, when he was still alive, when Steve was under one, I'm pretty sure he wasn't even one yet. Or no, that's not true. He was a little bit over one. So between one and two, my dad took us to Ecuador. And, um, when we were in Ecuador, there was this, uh, beautiful musical con kind of like a concert at a church that he took us to. And it's, um, it was, you know, this band essentially playing kind of more indigenous instruments in more indigenous style music. And it was, um, such an incredible experience. I mean, I, it, it moved my, it moved me, it moved my spirit. It was, um, one of the most life-changing experiences I've had. I'll never forget how I felt sitting there and listening to this and just like, wow, I need more of this in my life. And at the time I knew in my head that I was, um, it was kind of more in the back of my mind that I was wanting to get to a point where I start a business, um, selling products, but I, I it was just so, it, it's such in its infancy, uh, you know, and so one of the, like the lead singer of this, uh, band starts telling the story and it, you know, it's in Ecuador, so everything's in Spanish, but he starts telling this really beautiful story and he keeps referring to Pachamama. And he just like, I keep hearing this word, Pachamama. And it like, every time he said it, I just felt like this, these vibrations in my heart. And I was just like, oh, this word is, this is, this word is like powerful to me. This really, this word is really hitting me hard. And I intuitively was like, mother earth, like, duh, mother earth. It's gotta be right. This has to like, that's, that's what it's gotta be. And then listening to the story and just like, you know, my body's just like vibrating with all of this energy from this experience. And I remember going um, back to our hotel that night and looking it up. And sure enough, you know, Pachamama is a, um, refers to mother nature. And I, I can't remember if it was that night or I think it might've been within the next following few weeks, I came to the decision of, oh, my brand's going to be Mama Pachamama. And the reason I put the mama in the beginning was because I, you know, I fully felt like I was finally in life stepping into my purpose, stepping into my confidence and stepping into like finally starting to live life once I became a mother. It was, you know... A lot of mothers feel this way. A lot of mothers don't. I was one of those mothers that motherhood just, when it happened, it became, wow, that like rite of passage, 
and having this little baby and loving this baby so deeply and wanting to change for the better and be the best I can be because of this, that feeling of purpose was just so powerful. If anyone knows me, they know that I just love being a mom. It is magical. So it just felt so natural. Mama, like the point in my life where things really changed and Pachamama representing everything that I was bringing into my life. Cause at the time I probably didn't even know to the degree that I was like seeking out, you know, the, the, the healing energy, the, um, and the healing, just like the plants, the, all of it, everything that Pachamama has to offer. Um, you know, I, I guess I was kind of in my infancy, infancy stage really of like fully understanding it. But it was there. So, you know, I arrive at this name and fast forward quite a bit. It took me a while. I came up with that name, but it took me a while uh, to to actually start putting the pieces together. But I have this book um, that's like pictures of like microscope, microscopic pictures um, of like, it's called like art forms in nature, I think. And there's like just different um, visuals of like things under a microscope. And one day I was just sitting there kind of looking for inspiration. And I saw this picture of a, I'm pretty sure it's like a slime mold and kind of traced it on some paper and it looked like a little mushroom. And I was like, Oh, this is what I want my logo to be. So I created this, I drew it myself. I created this little logo and I remember you know, I wrote the little mama Pachamama around it, drew the little logo. And I was just like, this is it. I love it. Perfect. So I went on Etsy and found somebody on Etsy who could make a stamp for me out of it. Okay. So that was it. I'm going to stamp, you know, buy these like big stickers and get all these different size stamps and stamp my logo on stuff. So that was, um, the beginning. And at first, you know, what's really funny. So it was, at first, I, I, um, wanted to sell infused vinegars, which by the way, I still use, and I really stand by infusing vinegar, apple cider vinegar with herbs and using that to consume or to bathe in or to, um, I use that as an alternative to toner, um, or as like a toner basically. And I love it. I like always have some type of herbal infused vinegar in my house. I love herb, herbal vinegar. So for a while, my whole thing was, I was like, Ooh, I'm going to do like Viv's vinegars and sell like herbal vinegars. And, um, you know, like under the umbrella of mom, Pachamama. And <laughs> I was doing a little bit of that. And I was, I did like a fire cider for a little while. And then just like, started being like, oh, I don't know, let me, let me shift over a little bit more to skincare products. Let me do more. Um, what else was I doing at the time? Oh, the tinctures. And so I had like my lip balms and my salves and, um, yeah, I had all these tinctures going and every time I learn about new herbs and I would like start a new tincture up and, you know, try to find them fresh, order a lot of stuff dried, you know, it's just like this really fun, playful experience of, um, learning and growing and developing. So I remember starting 
I originally started with an Etsy page and I did all right on there. I mean, I felt like Etsy is so competitive because uh, a lot of people are selling things like dirt cheap, basically. Uh, so it's really competitive and I just got really turned off by the way the whole Etsy experience goes. So after doing that for a little while, I finally decided to invest in a website because I knew that even if um, it took some time, I knew I'd be able to figure out how to build a website and how to like put something together that felt a little bit more unique to me. So I bought Mama Pachamama. I put it together myself basically. And it has been just like a real, to this day, a work in progress. I'm constantly you know, coming up with different, different things to do, how to improve it, uh, how to make it a more enjoyable experience. And man, if that's not your gig, then totally outsource that. There are people that can easily put together a website affordably and get all the content together for it. So, um, but I personally really enjoy the creation of things and I like to, I kind of like that control. So, I like to be able to go in and just work on my website whenever I want and know what I'm doing and know how to do it. So let's talk about social media. I started Mama Pachamama a few years ago and for the first few years, you know, it felt really confusing as far as how to portray myself on social media. I really wanted Mama Pachamama to represent that small business energy of like, here's me, here's my family. This isn't just a brand. This isn't just a business. So, you know, a lot of um, video, well, not so much videos, but photos of like foraging or like cooking, like, you know, and pictures of the kids and stuff like that. And that was all good and well. And then I started shifting more toward when I realized that like, you know, advertising my products is important um, on social media, I started just like going hard on creating like these little um, posts that were like promoting a product. And it was fun. Like I really had a blast creating these little things, like, you know, like some cute little putting something together in my, for my taste, it was like really fun, but totally like, just a dud like no one was responding to this and man it tripped me up quite a bit because I thought I like I'm dying I am choking and dying on this uh social media aspect and you know at the time obviously uh I've been with my kids I, I have kids multiple kids and it's hard to get yourself out there and um so it kind of felt like online was really a crucial part of uh, promoting my business. But what, you know, over time, like I remember starting off, man, it's just really interesting. This is, this is my big takeaway uh, from, you know, so I started with the vinegars and then I switched out of that. And then I remember when I was just selling like little, you know, little jars of things and basically like little brown stickers with the with the stamp of the logo and then on the other side I'd write 
you know, the ingredients on it or something. And then finally arriving at that point where I was like, okay, I want to create like an official label and have like official products that are posted that I'm consistently making. So I created all these products, created all these labels, um, sold, you know, sold some, and then realized uh, I need to do a better label, like cleaner. It needs to have more information. And, you know, man, has it been that just, I guess it's like, just do, just do it. And don't worry about it being perfect and try what you're doing for a bit. And you're going to realize like, naturally you're going to realize like, okay, that didn't work. How can I, can I try it? Let me, how, like, how can I upgrade? How can I make this a little bit better? How can I clean it up essentially? So um, there was a lot of, you know, between in, in just a few years, you know, I had two children. So that's like two pregnancies and it's, I like lose creativity when I'm pregnant for some reason. So, um, there was quite a bit of time where there was just like not really much coming from my end and it was just sitting there and I was like, you know, doing some good sales here and there, but, um, kind of tuned out of like giving life to my business And, uh, (laughs) I was like, okay, then I started creating more products, which felt really fun, right? It's fun to create more products, but man, you kind of got to learn the hard way sometimes that like more is not necessarily better. And just because you think something is really amazing, doesn't mean that other people are really interested in that. Um, that's kind of like a hard pill to swallow, but also kind of part of the fun and part of just like part of the experience, you know, it's like, um, with a lot of things, it's like cooking, right? We cook meals, we try something new, we try this new thing and we're like, shit, that was probably, I should have done it like this, you know, okay, lesson learned. So I really feel like we have to give ourselves a lot of grace, a lot of forgiveness, a lot of like, we really have to be humble when building a business because there's just naturally going to be, you know, mess ups and regrets, you know, to a certain degree. And I don't even, I don't even necessarily regret anything that I've done business wise. I guess it's just, everything's just been a lesson. And (laughs) Um, So yeah, okay, so let's fast forward a little bit to the RBK school really changed my life, the Radical Birthkeeping School through the Free Birth Society, because now I was really dealing, learning from women that are going hard, doing it right, growing their um, customer base, growing their audience, and you know, getting feedback that I needed, because at the time, or before that, I, 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 I wasn't really, I guess I wasn't really necessarily asking for much help, nor did I have anyone in my life who could really give me much um, direction because no one really, I didn't really know anyone succeeding in like a small business uh, realm or like, you know, promoting online or anything like that. So in the RBK school, I really learned how to clean things up. Like one thing that Emily taught me was, People don't want to follow a brand. They want to, um, they really want to know you. And 
going into the RBK school, knowing that birth work was going to be become more a part of like my direction and also just overall working with women one-on-one or, um, you know, doing, just working with women more. I was like, okay, I need to be more than just products. Um, so this shift really happened and it kind of just on its own took form. I think what happened is I really learned how to step into the mama pachamama persona and it it became this it's like yes mama pachamama certainly is me but it's also this like really beautiful multi-layered um expression that that like i've i get to put on like it's this it's this beautiful, it's almost like wearing a beautiful outfit. It's like this beautiful outfit that I get to put on. Um, and it's, I, my relationship with it changed because I think for so long I had this very, um, sterile kind of relationship with mama Pachamama. Like, oh, it's, it's a business, you know, this, it's a business. And I kind of arrived at this point where I was like, oh, this is like, it's, it's, it's its own entity. It's its own living thing. Like, sure, I'm curating it, but but there's so much more here and it deserves a little bit more um, dimension and complexity. And I started just like stepping into uh, understanding that. So I don't know if this sounds like too esoteric for someone who's listening right now, but that becomes more interesting. If you're like following a brand, it becomes more interesting when it's like, wow, look at all of the th- different things that this brand has to offer. There's something, someone behind it who's got thought to, in who's got like something to say. And for me, if I'm sure anyone who's listening, it's become really obvious that like for me, the biggest thing is like um healing obviously self-care self-love and just like um sharing stories of the woman's journey because i've 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 come to learn that so many women feel so alone i mean i think humans are just feeling so alone and i thought wow what do people want they want relatability they want to feel close and connected And that's something more that I feel like I can, I can speak to and I can create around this because it's something that I'm so, uh, deeply like in love with, like sharing and, um, connecting that just, it it, it invigorates me. It brings life to, um, to my, to my world. So my brand has been growing in like, okay, I started this podcast, um, I want to like be putting out different kinds of content. Like I'm going to post a recipe um, later this week and, you know, wow, like I can be more than just these products. Oh, it's so cool. So I guess where, what I'm really getting at is often when we start a business, we have this vision of what it's going to be. And that's great. It is so 
great to have a vision. I think it's necessary. Otherwise you kind of lose focus, right? So I started with a very limited vision of like, cool, I want to have an Etsy shop. And slowly my vision grew like, okay, cool. I want to um, have my own website and bring traffic to my own website. Like how cool would that be? Okay. And then you get there and then it's like, okay, cool. I want to like grow my social media. Okay. And then, you know, podcasting is, podcasting is so funny because I've been talking about for years talking about starting a podcast, but I told myself I can really only do it if I'm like doing it with another person. Right. I, I can't do this myself. And what a stupid story to tell myself because I freaking love doing it myself. I mean, I, I want to bring more people on. That's something I'll work toward. And I think when the time is right, it will reveal itself and it will happen. But it's interesting that I kept putting this off. Um, and it was actually my friend Letizia who inspired me because she had her own podcast. And I remember reaching out to her and just being like, well, like, you're so badass. How'd you do this? She's like, I just did it. And I was like, oh, shit that's what you have to freaking do in life. You just have to do it. Like we tell ourselves all these stories of why we can't like, right? Like, oh, I can't, I can't start my own website. I don't know how to build a website. It's like, you don't freaking know till you try. Like you don't know till you try. And if you really want something to happen, if you truly deeply really want something to happen, you can do it. Like this podcast, right? It's like, it's been a learning process, but I've showed up for it. I show up for it. And I'm, and I'm excited to record because I know it's something that I truly want to do. Same with, um, you know, creating products. So, um, and that's such another thing is like uh, the, the willingness. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, let me go back to this idea of like, we start with a vision, but what's really important to know is that like, as you, as you progress and you come up with new visions, you also just have to let go naturally and you have to be willing to like wiggle a little bit. Like there has to be a willingness to say things are shifting in a different direction and that's okay. And open yourself up to where am I ready to like step into another layer of this? So for years I told myself, oh, I'm a product business. That's why I just sell, you know, organic herbal remedies and skincare products. And stepping into my stepping into that 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 point where I'm just like, oh no, I'm I'm so much more than that and ready to make that known <clears throat> and available to the world that I offer um, you know, uh, consultations and one-on-one sessions and um, yeah, like I said, doing the podcast. And then uh, getting into the farmer's market locally was really important for me and has been awesome. I highly recommend do everything you can to get into your local community because going against what I said before, yes, of course you should build an online presence. That's beautiful. That's great. But also there is, it's like always good to just be the face of your brand and meet people and network and get into your community. And cause there are more than enough people in your community to fall in love with your products, support your business. People are looking for that all over the place and, you know, let people fall in love with you. Like that's what's happened to me. I have a lot of people that just, I, and that was part of why I wanted to, to, to do the farmer's market. Cause I was like, I need people to meet me. 
I need, oh, sorry. I'm, I need them to see my healthy skin and see my vibrancy. And when they ask me, you know, oh, what do you do? I'm going to be like, I use my products. And like, I can't tell you how many times that's happened because I'm talking to people face to face and meeting other local um, creators and small businesses. That is really cool. There have been times where I wake up and I'm like, oh, I don't really want to go to the market. And I come home at the end of the day and I'm really freaking tired, but I'm so glad. I just like all the people I met, all the conversations I had, um, what a beautiful experience. So definitely if you're selling products, getting into any local markets is like such an awesome thing to do. And it really helped me once again, kind of step more into my confidence. You know, I told myself the story for so long that I'm an introvert. I don't do well in those kinds of environments, but I actually do really well. And because I stand behind everything I'm selling, you know, I use every single product that I sell. I fully stand behind all of it. So it's very easy for me to talk about and promote my products. And I'm also like, I know my products aren't for everyone. So I'm not, there's no desperation in it. If you're interested, cool. I'll talk to you about it. If you're not I'm not offended. Like it's all good. So it's a really, uh, it's a really fun way to kind of just grow, see yourself grow and experience business in this environment. I really love it. I also will be excited when I outgrow that need for the farmer's market, because it is like, you know, a whole half of a day of like, you know, you go there, you set up, it's a whole thing. And I absolutely see my business growing to the point where that's no longer worth the time. I've got, you know, just loyal local customers that order from me and I just do, you know, deliveries or, um, you know, hiring someone to do the, those deliveries, whatever. Um, so it's interesting to see how as we get better and as we grow our vision, we start just seeing this entity, our business, Mama Pachamama is slowly just like growing into something much bigger than my like tiny little mind could even comprehend when I very first started this. You know, I just like, how do I sell lip balm? Like, what do I even do? How do I go talk to a business? And now it's just like such a different level. But there has to be the willingness to say, Things are shifting and I'm okay with that. To not be so rigid, to know when to let go. There are a lot of products that I love and um, that I just finally was like, all right, I love this, but the customers are like not, I'm just not even like when people do, like there's certain things when people like warm feels is the perfect example. A salve that I was selling and it's a salve that's, infused with kava kava and cinnamon oh i just thought it was the best thing ever it's so warming that kava kava is so nice the cinnamon is so nice but people just didn't you know they look at the jar and they just it didn't interest them you get to the point where you're just like all right no matter how much i love this um you know if no one's interested in it then it's time to move on this is like taking up a lot of um, energy and money to create a product that people don't really seem interested in. So there like always has to be the willingness to be like, okay, this is not, this is not doing well. And yeah, kind of like hurts the ego a little bit, but that's okay. Cause when you start clearing away the stuff that isn't really working, you can really focus in on what is working. Another thing that has been so big for me, um, is I love 
doing things in glass. I process everything in glass. So all of my oils are infused in glass jars. For me, it's an integrity thing. I hate plastic. I'm really trying to avoid plastic in my life all the time. And I project that personal preference onto my business. So I was so insistent for so long that all my products are in glass. And you know what I came to realize? That I don't, people don't care. Most people don't really care. If a product is good, they don't really care what it comes in. It's, of course, it's nice to have like a beautiful label, a beautiful aesthetic, you know, aesthetically beautiful product is always wonderful to have. And I've, you know, I do all of the um, design work for like the labels and everything. And I, and looking at what's been in the past, I'm really proud of where I've arrived as far as like designing everything for my products. But once again, a lot of trial and error and making some pretty bad labels to get to the point where I see what looks nice. And, but I realized, okay, the glass, all the glass stuff is bulky. It's really expensive for shipping. I charge more because I'm putting everything in glass. And I don't really think people care that much. I'm pretty sure if I didn't put everything in glass, it wouldn't, I'm pretty sure it like, it would be fine. People wouldn't be upset or anything by this. And it's so interesting, right? Because I like told myself this story for so long, everything needs to come in this like beautiful, this, this kind of experience and realizing, but how can I make the work more efficient? And how can I, I, now I'm at this point where I'm like, I'd really like to make my products more accessible. So there's, I'm in this transitional period right now. Okay. Here's another really great example. All of my salves for the past couple years have been made with MCT oil. So when I first started making and selling salves, I was using olive oil and love the olive oil, but something in me was like, oh, I want to just do something different. So I decided to do MCT oil and I loved it and did this for years. And just a couple months ago, like very recently, told myself, I don't think I want MCT oil anymore. I think I want to go back to the original olive oil. I really love the way olive oil makes my skin feel. I use a nice organic cold pressed olive oil and infuse all of my herbs and resins into that. And the olive oil is just really beautiful. I'm going to switch back over to olive oil. (laughs) And it's so funny, like going back, you know, I was doing that in the very beginning, switched over years of doing everything MCT oil, and then coming to this conclusion, no, I want to go back to the original recipe and use olive oil again. And I'm laughing at myself. Like, this is so funny, but this is kind of the trials and tribulations of creating a business and, 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 you know, like I said, learning how to like adjust accordingly. And, um, you know, really, I think there's so much intuition behind it and, you know, listening to, yeah, intuition behind it. So I don't have any salves available in the apothecary right now because I'm switching everything over to olive oil. And I'm also, instead of doing these big glass jars, I'm switching back to smaller tins so I can do 
a smaller offering for less. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited. I'm so excited to see this change. I also recently started changing, you know, a little bit change, changing very, I mean, it's probably not even noticeable to anybody, but minor changes on the, um, on the logo, changing the style of the labels I was doing. And wow, it feels so good that as my business grows and as it transforms into something more, that I'm willing to say, hey, let's try on something new. Let's switch it up a little bit. How can, like, just as we as humans, as we, you know, go through life and our style changes, I think it's, or like our taste changes, right? Like, uh, you know, you know those people that like, oh, they only drink wine. And then, you know, a few years late, later, they're like, I only drink beer. You know, that is so normal. And it's so good to allow your business that same, like, um, growing room and stretching room because then I don't know. I think I feel like it keeps it alive. And it also reminds you that things are always changing. And sometimes you, you feel like you put all your eggs in one basket only for things to not work out or to be different. And, and that's just part of the learning process. I guess what I'm trying to say is you just go for it. You try different things. I remember the Holy Smokes when I first started selling them. I didn't know what to sell them in, so I was putting them in jewelry boxes. Like I would buy jewelry boxes and take out the little piece of fabric in there and put, you know, I think I was doing 14 in a box and just kind of was like very overwhelmed trying to sell them like this. And, you know, slowly, and it's just like, man, it has been this constant process of like, how can I make it easier for myself, but also a really high quality product and also keep it looking good and fresh and get keeping people attracted. And man, the more you open yourself up to, to shifting and, you know, and let your heart and, um, your soul guide you to where changes need to happen. I, I now I'm just seeing so much growth in my business as I kind of let it take on its own. Like I'm, I'm, I'm of course behind the scenes doing everything, but Mama Pachamama has grown into her own, like living, uh, you know, just like this organism, and there's like all of this life from it. And kind of asking me, you know, this is where we need to put attention. This is what needs to be happening. And I'm kind of there to receive. So it's it's really interesting um, to have this kind of connection with my work because I'm so in love with listening to my, uh, my inner wisdom, my intuition, trusting that I named it Mama Pachamama for a reason. It is, it is a, a, you know, birth from a place of intuition and trust in um, nature and in harmony and flow and in uh, and in growth right that is what's happening in nature all around us all the time and I really just adore the process and I'll tell you what I have been on the failing end of of this business many times I felt I've felt like I've a failure so many times but really stuck to it knowing that that I was heading somewhere and just knowing that I, I needed this for myself and I wanted this and I knew I could do it. I just, 
I just had to let myself experience the failures, the trials and tribulations and learn from all of it. And, oh, I just adore where I'm at now because like I said, the growth is happening and it feels so organic. Everything just feels so organic when you're creating a business from the heart and um, really keeping yourself open. I think that's the most challenging thing, right? It's like we create that vision and we're, we feel so uh, hyper-focused on the vision, but you'll be surprised when you kind of do a little bit of like, um, yes, stay in control, but also allow yourself to trust that like there are signs from the universe of like directions to go in to kind of um, move things along. It's there. So I feel like so many people really want, really envision a path for themselves and want to, you know, we start simple. I just remember when I started really simple, like, cool, if I sold a couple things here and there, and now my vision is growing immensely. Like I have big things that I plan on putting together. Um, Hopefully in the next year, I can create like a um, retreat uh, here at the beach. This is like something I'm really excited that I, I, know I can do and then I'm like yeah I'm right I'm I'm not maybe not ready for right now but I trust that within the next year I'm going to be ready to um, create curate an event that's a woman's retreat at the beach and man three years ago I I maybe like said that I had a vision like that but it felt impossible I felt like so disconnected from it and now I, I feel very connected to those visions and it's beautiful. It's fascinating. A couple years ago, I would have, I would have, it would have terrified me the thought of offering one-on-one services to work with women and guide women, um, whether it be birth work or just, you know, self-healing, holistic health kind of stuff. And now I just adore it. Like, oh my God, it would have terrified me um, a couple years ago at like someone inviting me to be on their podcast. And now when I do that, I feel, it feels so natural and organic and just so like, wow, look at how much I've grown. Look at how much my, look at how much my business has grown, that my business is now at a point where I, I'm, I could be asked to be on someone's podcast, but then also look at how much I've grown. I never even thought this was a possibility. And now I'm not only doing it, but I'm doing it with confidence and totally in my power, knowing that like I've worked hard to be here. And I showed up even when there were those like long, like multiple months of like deadness, like everything just felt dead. Like I kept, I kept showing up and kept finding ways to bring it back to life. So this is going to be an awesome year. I'm the farmer's market starts up again in a couple months. And um, I have really big plans for my business to just keep growing because I love it. I love connecting with women. I love offering awesome, beautiful products. I've been just getting such good feedback and I'm in love with it all. And as challenging as it is, it really keeps my life balanced because, you know, full-time motherhood is awesome and I love being with my children and, you know, they're not in school or anything. So I'm with my kids all the time. So when I do take, you know, two hours a day to get my work done and, and 
stay up to date with everything I need to do. That is such a good feeling to like express that creative side of me, to step into that mindset um, and to bring that into my life while I also (laughs) raise my children and do all the house stuff and the cleaning and all that. It's a really fun balance. You'd think that the more you take on, the harder it'd get, but it's also taught me to release when I need to. There's a lot of moments in life where we have to let go and release to make room for the abundance that we are seeking. So right now, there's a lot of that happening in my life where I'm letting go of what is no longer serving me in order to preserve my energy so that I can put it into the things that I really do see serving me. So... If you are listening and you have a vision, just start. Even if you just put in 30 minutes a day, start and ask for help. Reach out and ask for help. That's like a really nice, important thing to do. But also have your vision and and know what you want. And even if what you want is small, like start small. Just start somewhere and keep showing up and try things. Like just, just try and try something on for a bit and you might change it and try oh man it's it's cool it's fun it's like um the learning experience i think it's uh that quote where it's like it's not the end goal but it's the journey it like that that matters like that's the enjoyable part and it's like yeah of course i have these big visions and goals for like where i want to end up But wow, I am really enjoying the journey exactly where I'm at. I know I am exactly where I am for a reason. And I trust, I fully trust in myself and I trust in everything I'm doing to curate um, what it is I'm, I'm working toward, how to make it happen, how to manifest it. That's what I'm doing. So do it, step into it, start your business, keep your mind open because you never know how much you will grow and change and how much you are going to be able to offer um, to the world. People are looking for cool things to get behind, as am I always. Um, Man, do it. I love it. I love seeing so many people just like step into what they love and really go for it. And uh, doing it myself has just been so rewarding. So yeah, I love you all. Thank you for listening and have a beautiful, beautiful day.